3: grand rising everyone welcome to the day with trey i'm your host trey holiday i want to welcome y'all to a magnificent monday i'm so excited we got a great show for y'all today we got sarah russell in the building she plays cinderella from into the woods So i'm so excited that she's here to join us we're going to kick the show off with her and we're going to end the show with some amazing peeps over from acts on stage sam and elias are in the building so i'm so excited to talk to them about their work there at Axon Stage, as well as an amazing program they have coming up for youth. I'm telling y'all, it's a lit show this Monday. But of course, it's the top of the show. And y'all are like, look, we got a new setup for y'all. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to those who came in and of configured the studio so we can have it all the way nice and right for you all. But it's the top of the show. So of course, y'all can tag and share the stream right now. That's right. Participate in this with us. Go ahead and tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch us, don't worry. We got you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever one is your favorite, like 200 something platforms. So please search for us on your favorite one and y'all will find me there. Um, because we have such a jam packed show, I got to get right into it. I'm excited. Sarah Russell. What's up, Sarah? Hi, good morning. Hey, good morning. (laughs) Thank you for coming down here. I know you have a busy schedule. We really appreciate you spending some time with us on the day with Trey today. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I love watching the show. So when it was approached
4: to me, I was like, count me in. I want to sit on the couch, you know,
3: have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this show is kind of you play an iconic character. I mean, you almost can't ask anybody if they know who Cinderella is in the Disney world, right? Mm -hmm. And people know that character. I want to hear about your background that brought you into acting before we get into how you're playing this iconic role. Tell us more about your background.
4: Yeah. So I actually come from a theater family. Uh, My mom does theater. She's done theater my whole life. So I grew up Going to shows, you know, sitting in the audience, singing along. So I've never known life without theater. I always thought I was going to be a backstage person, a tech person. I was really shy when I was young, so I got scared to ask questions. I didn't want to talk to nobody, but I knew I could. It, I could not do theater. So at first, I did tech and stuff, and then I slowly was like, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I want to perform. But I did one show, and I actually did Into the Woods in high school, and I played the witch. Um, so Um, This is a show that's near and dear to me. So I've been performing professionally since 2011 mm-hmm. now, but I've always done youth theater, grew up doing theater locally. I'm a born and raised in Washington okay. from the South, from Des Moines, Kent area. So just been, just been doing it and trying to do it. And now it's like, wow, here I am. I feel like I blinked and well, like, 20 years went
3: by, like 10 years went by. <laughs> yeah. well, it's beautiful to hear this story and to know that you were able to do art where you grew up. You know, um, I, I've said it on this platform many times. Folks are like, well, why haven't you moved to LA or, you know, New York or uh, like a larger market for media? And I'm like, the point for me is to be here in space to show Black creatives that we can make it right here. And I love hearing that you are one of those examples of that. Uh, when you think about uh, this show in particular you know I always say any play you're in because I'm a theater kid myself. So I'm like Mm -hmm. right along with you. And when you say, you know, look, this show is a little bit different than another show I've been in. So much of it is about your fellow cast members. How have you been able to connect with the others who are in Into the Woods with you? Yeah, I'm
4: so blessed that I'm actually working with a lot of people who I've known through the community. We're an all local cast, which you don't see very often. And it's been really great. And it's really nice to have a smaller cast because then you can also really connect and be with each other so in rehearsals we would all be together like in the room you know hanging out laughing our director bill berry is very collaborative and loves community so he he's joking and kiki and ha with us so it was really it really feels like a strong family and then you can really trust each other to make choices to try this is a very diverse cast especially for this show you don't usually see a lot of any people of color really in it. So to have so many and to be like, we want you authentically how you are. It's great. Cause then I can say, I'm going to be myself and I can trust you to be yourself. And I'm going to catch you no matter what you do. So it's been such a blessing.
3: Well, that that's beautiful to hear. And, and, Especially when there's intentionality to bring diverse actors and actresses into the space and into you know some iconic stories that oftentimes don't represent that level of diversity. When you think about the the storyline of Into the Woods, just give us some snippets. What are we expecting when we come and see the show?
4: Yeah. So I love to call it like it's a mosh posh of journeys and stories and people that you've heard. So you have Cinderella, you have Jack of the Beanstalk, Little Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel. Prince Charming, all these characters that we know and love, but seen in a different light, seen in a way that is like as truly human, I like to say and I like to think of. And what happens when you want something so badly and you'll do anything to get it? What are those consequences? What do you who do you leave behind? Who do you move forward with? And then what happens when you actually get what you want? Is it everything you hoped and wished for? Or are there holes? What happens when real life comes into play? Um, so it's really fun to like see the characters, you know, and love, but also to be like, oh, like, They're, they're really human. They really have some real wants and desires and real consequences from those wants and desires. And then there are characters too that we maybe don't know. There's like the baker and the baker's wife who, you know, but they kind of are the string through the whole story. So it's really fun to be like, here are new people and people you love and just in this world we're shaking up, you know, <laughs> and do things?
3: Well, this is really interesting to me because I think now, and, and especially, we've actually seen some uh, stories being stretched, right? We've been mm-hmm. able to see different um characters that we may have grew up with in different environments, right? In different ways. Like, I mean, television shows have been kind of showcasing it. Mm -hmm. We're seeing kind of this like darker stories kind of come to light where they're, you know, the villain is the Mm -hmm. protagonist. I mean, so this is a time for this kind of story to flourish. Uh, When you think about you playing Cinderella and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, again, an iconic character, You know, a lot of young people saw themselves, a lot of young women uh, in particular saw themselves in the character of Cinderella. How are you bringing your lived experience to the role?
4: Yeah, you know, I, Cinderella in this production is very interestingly written because there's not a lot of, like, character to her. It's very much the ingenue of, like, I wish and I want and kind of things just happen to her and she reacts to them versus really going for what she wants. So it doesn't really happen until act two. So my personal goal was, how do I make her likable? How do I give her a personality that people actually care about versus, oh, it's Cinderella, so we already know her story. So we're just kind of rooting for her because we're supposed to. It's like, oh, I want you to actually care about her wish and her wants and her journey. So I really try to just put myself into it when we auditioned for it. Bill was like, I really want her to be quirky. So we kind of went with this far off version where she was very like, Wah! like, oh, you know, we were like, okay, we found the extreme. So where's the balance of that? So it was really fun to really bring myself into it. This is a role I've, I wanted to play this role since I was like 13. Wow. So it's really a dream. I never thought I would be here truly. And even when they offered it to me, I was like, is this a joke? And he was like, no, that'd be really mean if it was. And I was like, okay. Um, so really just putting myself into it and the real true honesty of what I want. Um, I'm a Libra and I think Cinderella's a Libra as well, because she has to make a lot of decisions. And it's really like, I don't know what the best decision is. So I'm just not going to choose. Um, and I think there is, there's something so relatable to that. We've all been in those situations. So yeah, I really want her to be relatable and for people to to see her as a person and not just the iconic, you know, where's the pumpkin and the glass slipper type yeah, thing.
3: Yeah, uh, I, I can dig that. I'm really looking forward to coming to seeing this show. I just was saying the other day, uh, sometimes when you know the story, you come into a show and you're like, expecting some very specific things to kind of mm-hmm. showcase themselves uh, throughout the story being told. What I love is going into something and being like, I'm not really sure. So I don't want to read a bunch of reviews. I don't want to mm-hmm. read a bunch of things before I come in because I want to really come with a fresh, clear mind of, you know, what am I? I going to take from this and how am I going to like experience the show when you think about this uh being at Fifth Ave Theater you know Fifth Avenue has been very much a great partner with us at Converge and and I think you know part of it has been their dedication to community to bringing local talent in diverse talent Mm -hmm. how have you been able to experience that level of intentionality as you've been in this play Yeah. I mean,
4: I've been working with the Fifth Avenue. This was my first professional bigger house gig was through the Fifth Avenue um, in 2011. So I definitely have been working with them for a long time, but it was definitely something where I maybe would work once every like three or four years because I wouldn't be called in unless it was like rent or like the pop shows and like the belty shows, you know, Mm -hmm. where they're like, To really say it like, oh, like this is where people of color would exist, you know, and you're like, that's not true, but sure, I'll do it. So to really have a season and to be seen for roles and and shows like The Wiz and to be able to be a part of that and to see that it's like, oh, you're actually putting your your money where your mouth is and saying like, we are going to invest in our community. We are going to local or hire more locally because usually there would be tons of -of out-of-towners and like, yes, we had out-of-towners for the Wiz, but a lot of us were local. Mm -hmm. So it's been really great to just have the chance to be seen for these roles. I mean, and I also... I am a full figured woman, you know, like uh, you wouldn't you never see characters as an ingenue like me on stage. So even in that way of like, oh, you saw me and wanted me exactly the way I am. And you see other people and you're taking them exactly as they are. So you have people who usually would never be seen for these roles, having the opportunity and getting the chance and to show that there is room for everybody. There is a piece of the pie everyone is welcome. So it's been beautiful to see them really outreach and like go to areas that I feel like they haven't gone before or really giving people the chance to come and be seen and be heard. It's really lovely.
3: Oh, you got me excited, Sarah. (laughs) I will say that for sure. I'm so excited to come and see you uh, in this show as others are going to be looking for their ways to come and see you. Look right there. Let them know where do they get the tickets to this show? You can get tickets
4: for, I was going to say the woods. That's not what I meant. <laughs> you can get tickets for Into the Woods at fifthavenue.org. Um, you can buy tickets online. They also have great discounts. So if you go to their Instagram page, there's also Fifth Avenue. Um, if you look online, there's lots of ways to get discounts day of, beforehand, if that's something that you need. but. It is welcome to everyone. Everyone can afford a ticket if you need one. They're gonna help you. Fifthavenue.org. Mm-hmm. Come see into the woods. <laughs> there we
3: go. <laughs> so great to talk with you this morning. Well, thank Thanks you. again for making time. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Absolutely. Oh, we we are already all the way in on our theater discussion and I love it because it's a full-on Theater Monday, y'all. Up next, I get to sit down with Sam Townsend and Elias Bullock. They are here from uh, one of the upcoming theaters that is just taking the community by storm, acts on stage. I love the work they're doing and I'm so excited to dive in with them after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all, you're watching The Day With Trey.
4: What up, y'all? T-Dub here, as always, bringing you the news and art planning and opportunities. This year's 4Culture Project grants are live now, and here's what you need to know to apply. 4Culture Project grants fund cultural activities and projects throughout King County. If you are an individual or group with arts, heritage, or preservation at its core, then this funding is for you. And if you're new to the grant application process, 4Culture hosts virtual workshops and has a team of grant managers ready to assist you in the process. The deadline to apply is March 23rd. Head over to 4 for more.
0: This winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Khaled Bosaini, this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org.
3: Oh, welcome back. Look, I'm just staring. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was, That commercial took me by surprise. See, sometimes these guys don't even tell me what's going on. Welcome back, y'all, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and I'm so excited because Acts on Stage is just doing phenomenal work. And so to be able to really showcase the amazing talent behind all of the end products that we get to experience in community, I'm just grateful that The Day with Trey gets to be a part of that. So I want to welcome Sam and Elias. What's up? Good
1: morning. How you doing?
3: Great to be with y'all, both of y'all. So I'm going to start with you, Sam. I really want to hear about what got you into the role you're in and then tell us what that role is.
1: Uh, Michelle Lane got me into this role. (laughs) Uh, She's my best friend. Uh, We went to Nathan Hill High School together and she was in the in crowd. I was the out crowd because I was a church kid. Mm -hmm. Church kid did not know anything outside of choir rehearsal and Sunday school and things of that nature. And so, growing up, being around people like Michelle, around people like Isaiah or uh, Eli- <laughs> Elias, um, they helped me explore my creative side um, that went beyond the choir stand, it went beyond the pulpit. And um, maybe seven years ago, I started Townsend School of Music and Arts, where I was able to start trying to train other upcoming singers and choir directors of that nature and then just took a turn it just wasn't what i was feeling Um, and so michelle a couple months ago i guess asked me to become the program director at Exxon stage developed this amazing program called renaissance 20 um, where we're able to give other up-and-coming we call them young artists um, opportunities to explore their giftedness
3: Oh, my goodness. Uh, This is uh, we're going to get into it because you have no idea how excited I am about this program. (laughs) Elias, same for you. You know, your background. I have seen you for years Mm -hmm. being involved in community events, just the arts in general. Tell us about your background and what your title and role is at Axon Stage.
2: I am the piano instructor um, and came into Axon Stage as a board member um, initially when we started a few years ago. And this opportunity came up just recently. So we're excited about it. Wow. I grew up in, in church like Sam did um, um, and always played. I was, was in, involved in music from a young age. And and I'm just excited about being able to give back and, and bring up some up and coming young artists.
3: Yeah. This right here for me is everything, because when we are really pouring into our young people, <clears throat> we really see the benefit over time. Um, and. I, for me, uh, I'm excited because I, saw what I mean Axon Stage has been producing some amazing social media. Shout out to my girl Gabby in the building. Uh it's been it's been great to kind of just see these uh behind the scenes, you know, tell us what you love and why you're here and to see people really be able to connect to you all as those who are making it happen at Axon Stage. It's a really great way I think of bringing community in. Uh Sam, what are some of the things you're really excited for? Tell us about Renaissance 20 and some of those top things of mind for you in terms of of the excitement to launch this
1: program? You know, one of the main things that I'm excited about is is being being the person um, to develop this program um, and being the person who's able to bring other young people in. Uh, When I was growing up, I was a little bit more forward because I had friends in the area. I had older people in the area who played the piano or knew this and that, and I could go to their house and they would share different things with me. And I don't see that so much now in the community. Um, And I also don't see the type of young people who have the wherewithal to get out there and find and search because we're so spread out. And so I'm excited about being the person who can bring all these different elements in because I know people like Elias. I know people like Erica Walker, who's gonna be teaching our music class. Um, I know different artists. Um, I've been exposed to, um, I can't dance. I don't have rhythm, but I played Cap Callaway at Langston Hughes. You know. Uh, And so I can help young people come out of their comfort zone, uh, realize that there's more out there beyond their little circle. Um, And so I'm excited about being that person, uh, that conduit, um, that connection for them. Acts on Stage is offering this program, Renaissance 20. We're offering uh, programs in uh, vocal music, uh, piano, as Elias will be teaching, and also drama and acting.
3: Yeah, uh, when I saw this, your interview in particular, where you're talking about this program, I was like, (sighs) oh, Yes, because it's so necessary when we think about pouring into the next iteration of those who are going to be hitting the stage like a Sarah Russell right for instance and having something that's anchored in community to really reach out to the young people I love that Axe on stage is the steward of this Elias when you think about music and uh, you know the ways that musicality plays such a key role in storytelling what are some of the things you're excited for um, in terms of being the piano instructor for these young folks who may have never touched the keys but you know through your through you and your in this program, they're going to get some major experience in what it looks like to be the one on the keys bringing music to life.
2: You know, one of the things that I run into a lot these days is um, our people of age, you know, 18 plus or 20 plus, that say, you know, I always wanted to, I always wanted to play the piano. I always wanted to act. I always wanted to be in theater, but never really had the conduit or the outlet to do it. What I think this does is it gives them access. that's why the behind the scenes stuff is so cool because it lets people kind of reach out and touch you and makes you a little bit more accessible. They say, "Oh, I can probably do this," and it gives them you know some incur- encouragement or some courage. Um, you know we've done collectively, I think we've done a lot of stuff over the community. Sam was on the Grammys. I don't know if you guys know that um, mm-hmm. Um, we've, we have con- uh, played for, directed, done music for a lot of you know, national artists, done stuff all over the community at the Benaroya, at the this and the that. But I don't think there's anything more important than pouring into our youth because that's the, that's the next generation. That's the next. And I think that I feel like um, collectively we haven't done a real great job of that. I mean, if you look at the, some of the programs that are going away at schools, it's usually the arts programs, the singing programs, the dancing programs, and they may be able to catch it on an after school program if those exist, but um, those are the things that get taken away first. And I think they're the most vital because I think artists make the best humans.
3: I love it. And and, you know, (laughs) I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. Well, I will say too, that for me, the the greatness about this is to create a model now, like a mold, which, you know, needs to be all over Washington state, if you ask me, but I love that it's starting with X on stage because Michelle and Isaiah are so rooted, deeply rooted and connected to community. And a lot of times you have young folks who want to take this pathway, but it means that their parents are coming out of pocket for it and also sending them to institutions with instructors who don't look like them and for me i dealt with that right you know like i started at 9 years old and i end up going to a place in bellevue you know what i mean to learn how to be on camera to learn all the things when it came to modeling and acting and all of that i learned that in like a really white led institution where i was the only black kid in my cohort and every time that i got to one class after another i experienced that over and over again so i just thought it was the norm so i get really excited uh and and, and this is a hey, Y'all don't even know how on time this is. Just last week, my nine-year-old son said to me, I want to act, mom. I want to be in movies. I want to be on play because like he goes to plays with me He's and he can sing. He started singing and I said, you're carrying a tune. So then I saw this and I was like, oh my word. This for me is what is so necessary for young folks like my son who were just like me. Uh, when you think about the key takeaways that a young fo- a young person can gain through this experience, I want to ask both of y'all to share your insight on some of those key takeaways that you know are going to be so impactful for young folks when they participate in Renaissance 20. I'll start with you.
1: When I was younger, I was very um, insecure, very insecure, very um, introverted. And so one of the things I'm (laughs) excited about is providing spaces where they can develop their, like like I said, develop their courage, um, their self-esteem. But one of the main things I'm really excited about is they're going to get something through this program that they won't get anywhere else in the entire world. And that's us. That's our heart and our passion, because anybody can teach you how to play the piano and how to read a script and how to sing a song, but we can teach you the heart of it and the passion of it and how to discover yours. We're not just pouring in education, we're pouring ourselves into them. I'm pouring 40 years of music ability into them, 40 years of passion into them, and you can't buy that anywhere. So true. I think one of the, uh
2: the cool things is, is um, there's a lot of avenues that one can take when it goes into the creatives. But um, I think what we get to do is teach them and encourage them to bring out their self, their own personal story, their own personal experience and input that with the arts and create something amazing. Yeah.
3: See, for me, you know, uh, this is This is the kind of discussion that just it adds to my joy in a way that's like insurmountable, because I realize like as we create the pathways for folks to dive into their creativity, bring themselves out. People don't realize as you learn about doing characterization, you're learning so much about yourself, you know, right? Because as I was asking Sarah, how do you bring your lived experience into any role that you play? Oftentimes we already know you're going to play it different than somebody else is going to play it no matter what's on the script. There's these nuances of body language, of emotionality that you bring to anything you're doing. And, you know, seeing Tia's one-woman show at Acts on Stage, I was... I was so blown away, you know, right. And I've known Tia since we were kids, but, and so to see her progress in this way, I'm like, whoa, Axe on Stage is doing something that no one else is doing and providing a platform for the talent that we know exists here to thrive, to be seen, to be heard, to be felt. So I just want to thank both of y'all for taking the charge to say, we're going to bring my 40 years. I'm going to bring all my my tons of years of experience. And I'm going to bring my passion and care for these young folks to this platform and to this place in particular. Of course, I got to give you time. You can look right there. Let folks know how do they connect with acts on stage and how do they apply and get their young folks into Renaissance 20?
1: Go to our website, actsonstage.com. You can add the www, but it's extra typing, actsonstage.com. Uh, go to the Renaissance 20 tab and the the form to register is right there. It'll come directly to me. You'll get a thank you message from me and I'll be contacting you directly uh, to give you more information about how to get your kids enrolled.
3: Amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. I didn't even ask about the the, the how you picking the kids. We'll, we'll have to see that y'all are going to pick some amazing folks, and I know it's probably going to be a jam-packed program because there's a lot of young folks who are looking forward to this. I'm just grateful that The Day with Trey got to help a- explain this to the rest of the world and share what y'all are doing. Thank y'all both so much. Thank you, Thank you, having- you guys. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I told you. It is a theater-filled day. We are talking about creativity all around. I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Y'all stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. What's up, everybody? You know, me and Besa, my girl, we had to pull up to Market Street Shoes once again, y'all. And you know, we do this every season. We have to get the new shoes, the new boots, and this time I even got a coat. Yeah, no, you did walk in without a coat. I'm glad you found one. But (laughs) their boots were on point. Yes, the boots, the bags. I even grabbed a flannel. Yeah, you did. You know, and I was able to get some hats and everything. I was really impressed. And you know I was impressed because of course I got those white boots that you guys see me wearing everywhere these days Yeah, no, I I look at your white boots and I'm like darn it They only have one pair me and Basa wear the same size Of course every time we walk out with several bags in hand Several bags and sometimes even a backpack you guys make sure you check out Market Street shoes Yeah, please deck them out where they go Basa Ooh, 2232 Northwest Market Street, Seattle, Washington
0: this winter, Seattle Opera presents the world premiere of A Thousand Splendid Sons. Based on the best-selling novel by Hamid Hosseini, this new opera tells the breathtaking story of two Afghan women brought together under the brutal Taliban rule. There has never been a more important time for this story to be on stage. Make this world premiere part of your plans today. Don't miss A Thousand Splendid Sons, February 25th through March 11th at McCall Hall. Details at seattleopera.org.
3: Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a jam pack! I'm just so filled on this magnificent Monday. You have no idea. Uh, you know, the theater kid in me is jumping up and down uh, to be able to connect with Sarah Russell playing Cinderella in Into the Woods. Make sure you all go to Fifth Ave, uh, FifthAvenue.org and get your tickets for that amazing show. And to also connect with Sam and Elias from Acts on Stage. I'm such a fan of acts on stage. And I understand that it is filling a void that is so necessary in our community when we talk about young people seeing professionals who look like them, who are bringing their experience back into the community and providing this amazing resource for young talent to grow and thrive. So I'm so looking forward to learning more as that program uh, pr- pr- you know, proceeds. I- I'm telling you, the young folks that are going to be able to tap in and get this amazing experience are going to be phenomenal when they hit the scene. So make sure if you have a young person who you know, maybe they don't even know if they want to do it, but maybe this is exactly what they need because they got that energy because you see them trying to do their own YouTube videos because you're experiencing them you know, singing to themselves in the mirror. These are the young kids who need this kind of opportunity. So please go to their website, connect, make sure you apply, get these young folks in in this phenomenal opportunity. Um, uh, of course, for me, y'all know when I see people doing what they love, I'm, all the way inspired of course i want y'all to be inspired you know the stories that they shared here in terms of why they do what they do bringing their passion into their roles whether it's on the job or in uh, on the stage at the end of the day we are experiencing a great explosion of creativity here that we can all tap into and y'all can also just be inspired by it and find your way as they have to see yourself as a part of the solution I'm so excited. I'm filled. I will. You all are filled as well. For me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., y'all.